Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. everybody and welcome back to signed the traders we are a traders recap podcast and today we'll be talking about episode eight of the traders canada i am your host katie i am here with my co-host as always javier and we are joined by special guest janelle today and we are brought to you by silent podcast where we are anything but silent janelle welcome how are you hey thank you guys for having me I am excited to talk with you guys about this season or this episode rather. I've been loving it, loving it. Yeah, I'm excited. Share your season thoughts too. I know this is your first time with us this season, so we're happy to talk about anything you want. Um, Javier, how are you doing this week? It's good to see you as always. Yes, it's great to be back with you, Katie. Thank you so much for joining us, Janelle. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm excited. Sad episode, but I feel like there's a lot to talk about, so that's exciting. Yeah, they did give us a lot to talk about this week. That's for sure. That's one thing we've been getting a lot of content mm-hmm. from these people, whether we agree or we disagree. <laughs> we've been getting a lot of content. So I guess we can't really complain. But spoiler alert, I'm going to be complaining again this episode, just like yeah. the last episode and the episode before and the episode before. So just come to expect it. 
Um, Janelle, since this is your first time with us, give us your history on the traders. Have you watched other seasons before? Is this your first? Which ones have you seen? Mm, no, I haven't. I've watched okay. part of three season just as a three fan. Did mm -hmm. not follow it all the way through. Um, this one I have though. The show is very confusing to me because I'm like, so what do you have to go off of? You just, oh, yeah. she scratched her ear weird. <laughs> So she must yep. be a trainer. So I don't really love that part of it. I don't love the fact that there are no real tales and people just make things up in their head. Like I heard somebody on this episode say, I played a good game. Well, what does that look like? I don't know. It's just an right. interesting show to me. So I've um when I started watching, I was confused about that. I was like, well, what do people go off of? So it's been interesting to see how it unfolds, what makes people suspicious, what makes people think that somebody else is a traitor. All that has been super, super interesting. But what brought me to this season was Koozie. Of course. I absolutely loved her on Big Brother Canada. I love her personality, everything about her. And honestly, she was so hype on yeah. social media about this. She was really, really, really pumping it up. So I was like, I must tune in. And I'm, and I'm starting to love it. I really, really do. I don't think this is going to be my last season. And I'm now super excited for US's version coming up next year. Yeah, we have a great cast lined up. Yeah. I know Koozie's your girl, yeah. so I, that's why I wanted to ask, is this is this out of the love of Koozie or the show or now both maybe, which it sounds like maybe we have a convert, which yeah. is exciting. Yeah. yeah. Great. Um, any thoughts top of mind that you guys want to get off your chest before we jump right in to this breakfast? Because we didn't even get a deliberation before we <laughs> opened up to the breakfast, which is how I knew things were just not going to go in our... I just had a feeling <laughs> as soon as we opened to breakfast, I knew. Yeah, I'm nope. I have nothing. I'm ready to get into it. Yeah, I'm just ready to dive in as well. All right, let's dive in. Let's open the door. We'll walk right into breakfast. We didn't get a conclave, like I said, which I thought was interesting. And I just felt like, okay, drama's on the way because if we're not getting, usually like we end in a cliffhanger every week right. so far, pretty much we've left in a cliffhanger. Uh, and, you know, I guess we normally do open to breakfast, but we do still see a little deliberation. And this week we didn't. We just opened right to the door. So I was like, uh oh. And we saw Leroy and Donna, who I would say my girl Donna, but I'm going to say formally my girl Donna, because she was doing a lot of mental gymnastics this episode. And I really can't wait to get into it. Um, but we knew, I mean, Leroy's name was on the chopping block for murder. Um, but we knew from the preview, kind of spoiled us last week, that both he and Mickey were safe. So we kind of knew that it was going to be between Trevon and um, May. But Donna and Leroy seem to really solidify their connection here. Um, Donna's feeling the heat. Leroy, finally somebody speaks and says, we have to ignore this red versus blue thing. We can't do this anymore. Yes. And I was just like, yes. finally, Leroy, you woke up and you said what I've been screaming the last few weeks, like we can't do this anymore. And I'm just so glad mm -hmm. that he felt the same way. Yes, finally. And I'm also super curious as to how the rest of that deliberation between Koozie and Mike went. Was yeah. he pushing for her, for May to go so that he could do this? so that he could do what we later see him doing. That's what I really, really, truly want to know. Super, super I would curious. like to know as well. And I did take a note when we get toward, you know, we get a little bit of a flashback, but I have questions because we got an interesting uh, confessional from Mike last week. And then I'm, I agree with you, Janelle. I'm curious, like, was this part of the plan? Which it right. seems like it probably was. Yeah. Yeah. Donna. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, no, I was just going to say like, this is something that me and Katie were talking about last week, Janelle, a little bit, just that, you know, this was, a. I, we have felt, you know, that there are many times where 
Mike keeps getting his way, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And we were saying that if A dies, this would be the worst case scenario for Guzzi. <laughs> and to exactly, I wanted to see a bit more conversation to see how we got to the point where Kuzi was like, fine, we can kill May off. Um, but yeah. it does seem like he was with it, like you said, Katie, because later on in the episode, it seems like Kuzi was like, yeah, I had to get May out first because we do get like a little flashback a few minutes mm -hmm. in. Um, but yeah, I, I would have liked to see a bit more of that deliberation because it was very disappointing on my end, especially because yeah. I am a big May fan. Um, mm -hmm. So I was also sad to see May go. Yeah, I feel like Mike had to have pushed this. I feel like Kuzi mm -hmm. might have went along with it and been okay with it based off the reasoning, but I feel like Mike had his wheels turning, unfortunately. Yeah, Mike has always got those freaking wheels turning. He doesn't stop. Um, before we jump to that, there are a few small tidbits. Um, Donna throws out Mike's name to Leroy, which is interesting. And this is where I start to have a bone to pick with Donna because we see her flip-flopping all over the place on this Mike name. Um, Leroy says that hearing the suspicion on Mike threw him for a loop, which I think is interesting. And Mickey gives us maybe the first piece of game talk that we've ever gotten from Mickey. And he says that he feels like he and Donna are just being kept alive because everybody sees them as gullible. But he says yeah. he's pretending to be gullible and this is his plan. Um, and then he's going to squash them in the end. So I think he said like game on bitch or something. Do we buy this from Mickey or is no. like, no, right? No. I, no, not even a little not bit. bit. That was his one brain cell working for that like one <laughs> second. Yes. And it allowed him to say a very self-aware DR, but I do not think Mickey is still in this game at all. No, I don't think he was ever in the game at all. Not even like still in this game. I don't think he was ever in the game. He's chilling. He's been chilling. Nobody's mm -hmm. talking about him. He's just there. I don't even. I don't know what he thinks, how he feels, who he's cool with. I don't care mm -hmm. about him. Not I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, he's a mess. Leroy comes in. Um, I'm sorry, Mike comes in in the second wave of people and Leroy's talking to him and he says that he was surprised that his name came up in the round table. And Mike was like, well, my name comes up at every round table. And Donna then says, this is why I'm not suspicious of you anymore yeah. because you've been so consistent. And I'm like, ma'am, not more than five minutes ago. Did you just say to Leroy that you don't trust Mike? So like, what are we doing, Donna? <laughs> Playing What's him, going on with her girl? Yeah. I think she's, I hope I think she's that's playing her, me. Yeah, well, us. I hope that's her game plan is that she's trying to make people feel comfortable, trying to make people think that she's cool with them and that she believes in them and she doesn't have any doubt. Because mm -hmm. if that's the case, she's not going to get killed off, at least in her mm -hmm. mind, right? That's what right. I think Donna's doing because she was so hot on people's lips the first half of the game and then everybody forgot she existed. That's how I feel the edit did anyway. Nobody talked mm -hmm. about her. Nobody talked to her. She was just there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, exactly. I, 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 would I would hope to see moving forward that Donna does something game-wise because, yeah, is this strategy where she is actually, like, trying to be nice to Mike and keep him off her radar? Or is she just, you know, one moment she just feels some way and Mike says one thing and then she just flips right around to beat Team Mike again? Like, so I would hope to see some strategy because I still feel like we have not seen any strategy from Donna. Um, is the Mike read a good read? I guess. But if you don't really act on it or you don't do anything with that read, like, is it really a read or just, like, a hunch? So, I don't know. Donna still isn't giving game to me. She is entertaining to watch. But she's still not giving game to me. So I don't know if this is game or not, this whole like Mike situation with her. Yeah, it's like if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it. Donna, <laughs> if the game's falling in the forest and no one's around to hear your reads, like what are we doing here? Yeah. Um 
Trevon walks in after Gurleen, and this is the reveal that May is gone because the last three people left are Koozie, May, and Trevon. Um, and I think I, I, I mean, I wrote in my notes that in all caps, like what is happening here? But like mentally I was screaming watching this because I just don't, and this is exactly, I agree with you both. I want to see more of this deliberation up in the conclave because I don't know possibly what Mike could have said to Koozie to make her agree to this because this does not make any sense to me. No sense whatsoever. Right. Yeah, none. I that's just my best hunch because it seems like he he had this in the work. So she's not an idiot. We've seen her do this and, and kill this game and come back from this or that. So I think it had to be him pushing it. I'm interested to see. I haven't watched any exit press for this. So I'm interested to see mm-hmm. what Koozie has to say. Have either of you seen any? I haven't seen any actual exit press. I've seen some clips that Big Brother Canada and Big Brother Canada, oh my God, that (laughs) Traders Canada has posted on their social media, just like revealing who the traders are, but not any actual exit press so far. I know it's out there. I haven't engaged in much of it yet, but maybe after the season, I'll do a binge. I mean, yeah. I mean, so I just want to say, you know, May, everyone who's listening, y'all know that I've been team May at her height, (laughs) at her low points. Um, I've always been teammate, um, so I'm just sad to see her go. She finally had a good read with Koozie, and unfortunately that led to her death. And like I said, I do not think it's a good gameplay at all on Koozie's part. Um, so, we'll, I mean, we know what turn happens out for Koozie, but the moment this happened in my brain, I was like, well, it's unfortunately <laughs> I think it's over for Koozie after this episode. So the whole episode I was just like on edge and mad that like, oh my God, Mike's doing this, Mike's doing this. Ah, come on, Koozie, turn on him finally, turn on him finally. And this was like the first moment where I was starting to get very frustrated. Um, So that's how I felt at that moment. I know. Javier, I'm sorry. This has been a rough couple of weeks for you in terms of your faves. Um, I know we had it. We had it out a little bit last week about May. And I did not. I truly did not think we were going to see her leave this week. I really didn't. Um, I was shocked. I was truly shocked by this. Yeah, I'm not a May fan. But I think mostly because she's always got daggers for my favorite. Like if you mm-hmm. are out for who I'm rooting for, I'm very petty in that way. Even if I understand the other person's motivations, I don't care. Like get away from my favorite, you know? So I was just like, oh, shut up, May. I don't know. And her voice got on my nerves. But besides that, she's cool. I know. I was saying to Javier last week when we talked about the episode that I was like, if I was playing this game with May, I would just want to vote her out because she annoys me. Yes. Um, which is... <laughs> You know, I mean, just she's out, I guess, but maybe not like this. Maybe this isn't what we actually wanted. I don't know. Right. Um, we do. So we get a flashback to the conclave. Koozie's kind of celebrating here, which again is like confusing to me. She's saying, you know, May nearly got me, but I got her first. And I'm like, this is not something we should be celebrating, Koozie. I love you, but this, I don't think this is the move here. Um, and Mike, we get a confessional saying, Koozie, if you get out of this one, you're the real magician. So this is my question, is that last week, Mike did say that he was going to frame Koozie. At the end of the episode, he was like, I'm going to frame her. This is the time to make my move. Do we feel like this was him framing her on purpose to get rid of May and this was his strategy? Or do we feel like they agreed on this and then afterward he was like, oh, I can use this to frame her? I think he was thinking in his mind, didn't he say to her, I think they discussed the fact that if yep. they kill Trayvon, they're going to look at him. If they kill May, they're yep. going to look at her. They, they did. That I think he had those wheels turning and knowing that if he got May killed, 
that more people were going to be looking at Koozie considering the contention they had at the previous roundtable. I think it is. I don't want to give him that much credit, but I think it was just more ammunition that he had to use against her because he went full force in this episode. He sure did. And I think he the sure did. And here was Gurleen. Like if Koozie had had any inkling, I think if she had gotten in there and been able to speak to Gurleen, because that was the one swap right mm-hmm. there. She would have voted. She still would have got a freaking traitor. That's the thing. Like if she would have voted the other way, she would have gotten another traitor. And I feel like trust would have been solidified with Koozie as opposed to freaking Mike. Yeah. I totally, I totally ahead, No, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I, t- I totally agree. And we'll definitely talk more about it. But Javier, I want to know your thoughts here too. Like we talked last week about this koozie Mike war and who we thought was going to win. And I think if, if we were playing the long game here and koozie had her wherewithal to say like, you know what? I think Mike is coming for me. She could have had the numbers, but I think he just struck when she wasn't expecting it. How do you feel about it? Yeah, no, I, I think this is what we're, yeah, like you said, we were talking about this last week, you know, I feel like Mike has unfortunately been setting Koozie up for like the past like two weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, him getting his way again with the May killing was another way of him, you know, one up in Koozie, unfortunately. And even throughout this episode, we see it, you know, Mike is consistently saying, I need to get Koozie out. And Koozie is saying, I need to get Mickey, Mickey. out. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I love Koozie. I know, I, again, she was my second. I was rooting for her and Kevin all game. But, like, unfortunately, I do think Mike outplayed Koozie. Mm-hmm. So, I, I would, I, like Janelle said earlier, I need to hear Koozie, like, exit interviews. Like, why was she really wanted to stick so badly behind Mike um, and never even thought that maybe Mike could be playing her? Um, so, is Mike Smith that good? I don't know. I don't think so. I just <laughs> I don't know. It seems, I mean, evidence is saying, I don't know. But back to the breakfast, um, we get some reactions. Everyone kind of is like, well, Koozie's here. Maybe they recruited and May's going to come in, but obviously May is gone. Um, And Leroy is saying, you know, everyone's surprised. Leroy is saying that the traders are doing an amazing job, which I truly beg to differ here, Leroy. I mean, it just seems so obvious to me. I mean, obviously I'm not in the house and we're watching knowing who the traders are so we have that advantage but it just it just feels so obvious to me that everybody that picks a fight with one of the traders is gone immediately um but whatever um and then we get a confessional of koozie saying tonight is your night to catch me catch me catch me she's daring catch me and i'm like no 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 don't we don't want them to catch you koozie girl we don't want that we don't want that i'm like they're setting her up stop like (laughs) yeah yeah this was the last words um the only other thing that I don't know if this happened before or after Lee, or maybe we're going to bring this up, but we get like a Gurleen confession. Yes, Gurleen I have that thing. next, but oh, okay, go for it. You go for but it. Yeah, no, we get a Gurleen a confessional saying that she's on to Koozie, unfortunately, that she's basically having a Koozie. And, you know, that was just, you know, I, I was annoyed. I got sad about the maid death. And then when I heard Gurleen, her closest ally said that, I was like, I'm, I think it's a wrap for Koozie this episode. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> Just that was like another nail in the coffin for Koozie to see that Gurleen turned her back on her. So I was very sad about that. Yeah. Yeah. Gurleen has been a little suspicious because she was mad that she voted for Fierce. Mm-hmm. She was mad that she voted for Kevin, although that annoyed me because why wouldn't she in that spot when Kevin threw her under the yeah. bus? But um, yeah, I'm like, I like Gurleen and I think that they could have potentially recruited her. Yep. Um, but I was just like, man, if Koozie just would have gotten to her. And I feel like if Koozie would have gotten to Gurleen 
with some trinkets about Mike, but she did not know to do so. She was she was riding for Mike still, still. So I wonder how um, each of them feel watching this back because she was riding hard for him and he's over there plotting her demise. Terrible. I know. And we talked a lot last week about Koozie and the amount of information she was sharing. And part of me wonders like, if she really was forthcoming with Mike about, here was a conversation with Mel A. This is how your name came up. This is what she said. This was my response. I just want to fill you in. Like, I wasn't throwing your name. I wasn't pushing you. But I just, I, you know, I couldn't defend you too hard because I didn't want to look suspicious. But here's, you know, here's the lowdown of everything that happened. Mm -hmm. I wonder if maybe Mike would have still come for her. And we could talk about this more maybe when we get to the round table, but he did use this as part of his reason. And I'm wondering like if she was just more open about that information, would things have still gone down this road or not? And again, maybe I'm jumping a little far ahead, but um, just something I was thinking about as I was watching the episode. Like I just wish she, oh, I just, I don't know. I, I want to see more of these deliberations in the conclave. I want to see more about what her, what her mindset was behind all these murders because just like the math isn't mathing for me and I don't know how we landed on these moves so many times. Like I just feel like all of these murders were really risky. We could have killed a Leroy. We could have killed a Mickey. We could have killed a Donna. Those are the types of people where they're they're not causing issues. I don't know. It just seems like uh, they just made so many so many choices were made here. I just don't in a row. I just don't understand what's going on. Yeah. So I guess long story short, I agree with you, and I will be listening to Kuzi's exit interview when it's out there. I'm wondering what. Sorry, Javier. I'm wondering. Since she was so loyal to him and talking about the fact that she needed him when she said, I, it's going to be bad if Mike goes, yeah. why? I don't understand why she felt like she needed him so badly and why she couldn't ride this out by herself. Like if the heat was on me or I got the sense that people were talking about me and I knew people had previously been talking about Mike, I would have been on that train. So I'm curious when she wanted to cut him or mm -hmm. were you planning on trying to cut him? I'm curious about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will say one thing, I, I guess, again, this might be jumping ahead to the end of the episode, but <laughs> you know, this brings me the idea that I actually, I don't think that getting rid of Koozie is even good for Mike's game. I, I think don't think that so either. days are numbered in the house as well. So I think Koozie might've been thinking long game, like I need Mike to survive. And Mike is thinking a little bit more short term. And I think that's why Mike is more, you know, forthcoming with making these moves that hurt Koozie. Um, so that's that's kind of how I look at the picture. You know, is Mike do is it a good move to get rid of Koozie? No, but I kind of see where Mike is coming from because he's starting to get I feel like he's getting nervous that all the eyes might turn on him if he doesn't go for Koozie first. So maybe he sees it as a, if I get out of trader, then the people will support me more. But either way, I don't mm -hmm. think it's a good thing for him either. I hope yeah. it's not. <laughs> yes, I have a lot of thoughts about Mike and his moves here and the round table and how he handled the whole situation, but I'll save that for the round table because I have feelings. Mm -hmm. um, but we can get into the post-breakfast scenes. Um, everybody's chatting. Leroy, still clueless. He has no speculation on anybody whatsoever. He has no reason to suspect Koozie. He's just, he has no clue what's going on. Um, shocking. shocking. <laughs> but he's talking to Gurleen. And he says he doesn't get a good read on Mike. And Gurleen's like, yeah, I don't get like a read at all on Mike. Um, Donna is pissed. She's like, there's two traitors left. And then she goes, 
what if it's Mike? And I'm like, Donna, you're literally giving me whiplash. First at the breakfast table, you say it's Mike. Then you say to Mike, oh, I don't suspect you because you've been consistent this whole time. And now she's saying, what if it's Mike? I'm like, what is what is the spirit telling you, Donna? What What is the nether region or what? That's big. Big brother's on my brain for some reason today. I don't know why. But like, what, what are the spirits? What visions are you having here? Because you're seeing Mike in your brain. Go for it. Go forward with that thought. That doesn't mean he's safe. That means he's bad. Or like, maybe you're just not a medium at all. I don't know. She's a mess. She's a mess. Oh, I forgot she was a medium. Yes, she's a medium. Oh, she's a medium. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Donna just sways with the wind, honestly. Whoever has any, whoever gets the last strong argument with a little bit of passion gets Donna's brain cells that week or that moment anyway. That's all I, I agree. Think. And I also think that Leroy's like that. So I think that's why we're getting yes. this Leroy and Donna duo. Because, yes. you know, if, if one person says something that they like, I'm on your team. Five minutes later, this person says it, I'm on your team. And that's what they, they just do. And, you know, it's just not good gameplay, I feel. But it's I guess it is good gameplay in the long run because no one will kill you because people think they can right. manipulate you. But that's the I, I agree. That's kind of Donna's gameplay. And I feel like that's Leroy's gameplay, too. They're just going to go with whatever they last heard. Yes, I feel like Leroy and Donna are playing a very Quentin game. I won't say Andy because I don't feel like I feel like Andy was very snowed by Suri in US. So I, I understand why they, whether I agree with it or not, I understand why they didn't vote for Suri at the end as a traitor. But Quentin was just snowed this whole time. He just had no clue. He just had no idea. So and that's the vibe I'm getting from Donna and Leroy here is that, and that's not bad gameplay because the traders will take you to the end. But then you have to have like a little bit of a clue to be able to vote out a trader at the end in order to win because getting you to the end doesn't get you anything unless you can win. So I wouldn't be surprised if Leroy and Donna both make it to the end and neither one of them has a clue if there's a trader left in their midst. They will have no idea and they're not going to win any money. They're a mess. I agree with you. Yes, I agree with you. They're just a mess. Um, Mike tells us in a confessional that he's going to war um, and he's immediately throwing out Koozie's name. Koozie's name, Koozie's name, Koozie's name, Koozie this, Koozie that, Koozie this, Koozie that. Um, and he really made a decision and he's sticking to that decision. He did not waver at all. He took the shot and then it's like he's, he took a, he didn't even take the shot. He took a knife and he stabbed her in the back and now he's just twisting. Every conversation he has, he's just twisting and twisting and twisting. Um, and he's not, he's not letting up. This is basically the whole episode. He's burying her. Yes each and every single mm -hmm. conversation that's why i wish that somebody had if she even had an inkling she would have went to work and i think oh, yeah had she known she could have outplayed him you know she could have yeah. absolutely could have got girlene <laughs> she would have been okay yeah. yeah, I think even at the round table it almost seemed like she almost flipped it so i just yeah, yeah. i wish she had I wish someone told her. I just wish someone was like, Mike's really pushing you hard. So I don't know what's going on. I, I just wish somebody said something, but <sighs> what can we do? Um, Donna in the confessional we get from her tells us that May and Kuzi going at it made her um, suspicious because May is murdered. This is weird. So these are just like, you know, little things are all just adding up. This this conspiracy and this framing of Kuzi seems to unfortunately be working. Um, and we see a conversation between Kuzi and Gurleen. She says she's being framed. Today, her whole day was going to be going after May. She didn't want May to get murdered. She was going to be going after her the whole day. That was going to be her target. And now yeah. she's gone and someone's framing her. And she said, this is where it gets me. She says she thinks it's Mickey. And I'm like, Kuzi, Kuzi. <laughs> yeah. 
Nikki can't do anything. Like, I, I just, this is unfortunate. And Gurleen even gives her a, you don't think Mike, like Mike's not higher on your list. And she's like, no, Mickey. And I'm like, take it. Gurleen's like giving you, like, she's just like dropping crumbs here saying like, what about Mike? It's Mike. It's Mike. Uh, I don't know. It drives me crazy. Yeah. The loyalty. Loyal. Yeah, but Kuzmi's a bit too loyal this moment because mm -hmm. come on, girl. You know, like it's just very disappointing. I, I also feel like if Mickey, like that's going to be your scapegoat. Come I know. On, go that, this is not a good choice. Go after Donna. Like I would either go Donna or Trevon if I don't want to go Mike because I'm trying to defend him. Donna had heat once before and then she became mm -hmm. quiet. Like, Trevon has just been a mess all around. So just come on. All don't have to make it like said nothing all game. So I just wish that Mickey was not the person she chose to to try to defend Mike for whatever reason. Yes. Yeah. Javier, I have to tell you a secret. It's not really a secret, but all my rooting interest is on Trevon now. I'm rooting for Trevon to win. So oh. I know that's a controversial take, but I'm rooting a thousand percent for Trevon. <laughs> I am. I went from hating Trevon in the beginning to now I'm all in on Trevon. And Gurleen, and Gurleen, of course. But I'll give you Gurleen. I, I think like, Trevon's my Gurleen dark horse thing. winner. Okay, oh, I'm Team Gurleen too, but I'm rooting for I'm I'm rooting for Trevon. Maybe Trevon and Gurleen can split the money. I will wow. say I am coming around on Trevon this episode. He didn't do anything to make me mad this episode. You know, last episode okay. well, I already said that he said <laughs> things, but yes, Trevon <laughs> is a bit higher on my rankings this episode. Yes. Well, he didn't throw any chalk and he wasn't sobbing at the end of this episode. So yes. I guess, you know, the was a really it's, last we've week. moved forward. Yes. Uh, I just felt like I had to put that out there now because um, I'm going to be standing Trevon probably a little later. So, um, yeah, this is not looking great. Not looking great for Koozie. Koozie tells us in a confessional that she wants to protect Mike for a little longer. I'm like screaming because we've, of course, seen the other side and he's just burying her. Um, Leroy does tell Koozie that he doesn't think it's her. He thinks she's being framed. And Leroy is suspicious of Mickey, too, because he's quiet and he doesn't say much. And it just feels like everybody's really all over the place here. Like, everything is all over the place. Yes. These people are a mess. They're just a mess. Um, we move on to the mission. And this mission actually gives us a little something. Typically, this one's interesting. Um, in the previous seasons, they've been, like, on a wheel. Um, and it's been a little bit different, but this one, basically, this is like the circus mission. We've seen variations of this in other versions of the traders, but um, three players are randomly picked to be put on a stage and they have like a trap door underneath them. And uh, every they get asked a question on stage and then they have to reach a consensus essentially with the people in the audience. So if like, if I'm, you know, answering as the audience, you guys want to match me and then we win money. Um, if your name comes up, comes comes up on while you're on the stage you have like one balloon that's your lifeline and then if your name comes up a second time you fall through the floor so they're pretty shady questions yeah um <laughs> yes i wrote the questions down because at first i was like oh this isn't gonna matter and then i was like oh no these questions are actually pretty good yeah. um and if every mission was like this they would be watchable because right. it's fun but the other ones are like not yeah um Great. donna mickey trevon are first on the stage um, and the first question is, who would you not want to be stuck with on a deserted island? And this is just like rude. This is just a rude question. <laughs> but I said the same thing as the faithful. Me as too. Me too. I, Donna, I was like, I don't want to. I was be like, uh, -uh I don't need her and her spirits talking to me while I'm on the island. No. And 
so everybody answers Donna, the crowd or the circus, they're calling them um, people on the ground. They all choose Donna and Donna's literally celebrating. And she's like, yeah, let's go. And I understand they win money, so I, I get it. But I would not be celebrating if everyone's like, the literal last person I want to be on an island with is you. I wouldn't be yeah. jumping up and down being like, yay, me. I knew it. I, I think that was a cover for hurt feelings because that's how You I, think? Yes. There's just no way you're celebrating that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Good money, but like nobody wants to be with you. That's the consensus. I'd be like, what did I do? That's how I would be feeling. Yeah. I, I know. Poor Donna. <laughs> I think I would rather be on an island with Donna than Mickey. I feel like I'd be talking to myself if Mickey was there. At least yeah. Donna would be conversation. Yeah, that. right. And maybe some spirits will come possess her. And then you get to talk to other people too through no, her. Like you I never know. We do. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want visitors person, on the island with you? No. <laughs> no. no. Okay, fair. Okay, I've fair. Seen I've seen Lost. This is not, I don't need Lost. <laughs> no. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, the next question is who's for sure a faithful? Donna and Mickey say Mickey. Trevon says Trevon. Um, and everybody in the circus says Trevon. And they win money. Um, I don't. I just don't know why Donna and Mickey said Mickey. Like, Trevon is clearly, I think we've established weeks ago. There's still questions about Mickey this week. It just seems like a weird answer to me that they both answered Mickey, but mm -hmm. what are we going to do? Yeah. I also answered Trevon. I was playing the game with them just because it was me fun. Me too. <laughs> me too. It was fun. This one was fun. Yes. Yeah, this is my favorite challenge of the season because it also gave them something to think about yeah. and it let them see how other people are feeling about other people. I thought that just gave some something for them to go on because I hate, honestly, I just hate some of the reasons people go off of and why they're suspicious. It's just so much nonsense to me, but I digress. Especially in the early game, it's tough. I think as the game yeah. progresses, people paint themselves in a corner a little bit and there's a little bit more strategy to be had, but... In the beginning, it's literally like, oh, you, I'm scratching my nose right now and I just took my blindfold off. So I guess you're a traitor because you're scratching your nose. Like, it's like literally wow. nonsense. It is. Um, yeah. But this, I, I mean, I like this. I feel like, I mean, we'll get, we'll get to some of these questions because I just, well, I have thoughts. <laughs> um, who has lied the most since the beginning of the game? They all say Trevon and he chose himself because he lied about his job, obviously. So right. that was an easy one. Mm -hmm. um, but this was the end of Trevon. They both chose. Trevon got chosen twice. So his balloon went bye bye and he fell into the stage, which it seemed like. Where do they go? Do they just fall in a big, t in a big pillow or something like a big airbag? I think so. Because we could still hear them. Yeah. Like, Donna was yeah. awful when she had fallen. So yes, it wasn't she was. far. Yes. But it seems like they couldn't hear the questions because they were all debriefing after the challenge. So I don't know. It's, I, I didn't think that they were gonna, all going to be replaced. I thought it would be like a group of three and then another group of three. It's just yeah. like they were out of the challenge from there. They didn't even get to go back to the circus and answer the questions, which I thought was interesting. Um, Gerline ends up taking Trevon's spot. She gets her name picked out of the hat or whatever it was. Um, and the question was, who has revealed the least about themselves since the beginning of the game? Uh, everybody says Mickey. Yeah. No surprise. I don't know about Mickey, right? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't speak. Does not speak, which I'm fine with. Every time he speaks, I'm like, what? <laughs> I do wonder why that, no, no, no. If I'm playing this game, I feel like that should have risen like a little like yellow flag. Like, mm -hmm. why does Mickey not talk? Like, why do I know nothing about him? Why has he not shared anything? Should it, is he trustworthy? Do I need him in this game? 
So, I, you know, I wish that in that moment someone would have like had a little bit like maybe Mickey's not the best person to keep around. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you because, I mean, if he's not sharing anything with you or anybody, even if he's not a traitor, is he a good ally? Right. Is he contributing anything? Not really. Like, do you want someone like that to go to the end and win the money when they're just sitting there and not really participating? I agree. Like, I, I don't know. He he doesn't show a lot of value to me either way, to the traitors or the faithfuls. I don't know. Um, whose hands would you confidently put your life in? Um, Donna says Mickey. I don't, this is weird to me. Mickey goes, I went with Donna. And everyone's like, no, you didn't. You said Mickey. And he's like, no, yeah. And I'm like, I can't, I can't with this guy. So he said himself and Gurleen says Mickey. Which like, why isn't Gurleen saying her? And everybody else said Mickey. And I'm like, Ev everybody would put their life in your hands. I mean, I'm assuming they mean game life, but I don't know. Even so, Someone I would choose Gurleen. Yeah, y'all just say you know nothing about this man and they're going to put your life in. Come on now. Make it make sense, Javier. Make it make sense. I don't understand. Um, Mickey falls through the floor. Koozie is up next, and she's panicking. She doesn't like heights. And they give us this this um, perspective of the stage, which I don't feel like we got like the whole time. And it did actually look really high up when she was walking up the stairs. I didn't realize. I guess it has to be pretty high. Um, but it did look really high up. So poor yeah, Koozie. She's scared. She was yeah. walking up the steps. I was like, yeah. hey, I'd probably be a little nervous too. Like, I don't know how, fall, how far I'm falling, you know? I know it's like jumping off the wall, big brother. I feel like it's a further fall than you really expect it to be. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know why I have big brother on my brain today. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop bringing it up. But you missed it already. It's in, it hasn't I guess been I miss day. it. I know I miss it. It's, you know, you miss that night nervous show. <laughs> I guess I do. Oh, I love to torture to. myself. I know. <laughs> they can't keep me away. Same, same. Big brother on the mind. Um, so this is where things get really interesting. So who's the least useful in the hunt for the traitors? Donna says Gurleen. And Gurleen's like, this is weird because I'm, I'm making relationships on talking. This is not a good answer from Donna. I feel like Donna not is the, all. yeah, like this is the worst. She's the worst or least useful. Like she's not giving anything. Um, Kuzi says Donna, Gurleen says Donna, and everybody on the ground says Donna. So I don't know what Donna was going for here, but it was a little bit like awkward for me. I guess it's, it'd be weird if you said that you think you're useless, <laughs> you know? So I guess that's I true. I guess you had to say someone, yeah. Either, you know? So yeah. That's true. That is true. I would not have said Gurleen, though. That's just an odd no. choice. He's clearly always but, been contributing, at least from my perspective. Yeah, why don't like I feel like Kuzi has done more than Gurleen. No shade to Gurleen, because mm -hmm. I am rooting for her, but... Gurleen has been, she's, I feel like Gurleen has been more quiet than most of the players. Like she does say more than like a Mickey or like a Leroy, but she's still like middle of the pack in terms of talking. I feel. So compared to Kuzi, I do think that I would also say Gurleen because I wouldn't say yeah, myself. I guess that's you know, true. I feel like I put my on you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. I do feel like Gurleen, you're right. Probably, I think she's more active maybe in between the round tables. Yeah. And talks a lot of game, but at the round table, she's pretty quiet. So yeah. maybe maybe that's yes. where Donna's coming from. Because I don't think Donna and Gurleen are like chatting it up in between the challenges to figure out who the traitor is together. I think she's probably only talking to Gurleen at the round tables. Um Donna falls 
she's like loving it she's like i'm a skydiver i love falling i'm like oh my god donna you're really doing too much this week so much so So much much. uh janelle i don't know if you if you heard us a few weeks ago but i did say that donna was getting a winner at it and i completely retract that statement that was thank you that was maybe one of my worst takes on this podcast (laughs) donna was getting a winner's edit but there were a few weeks where she was so quiet and just sitting in the background i'm like oh i could see her going to the end I take it back. I take it back. She's a mess. Yes, absolutely. She was this episode. Yeah. Thank you for. I don't know, Katie. Don't speak too soon. Donna can still win. Donna can still win, y'all. That's true. I mean, she could. Anybody, really, anybody could. could. Anybody could take it. Anybody could take it. It's true. Um, the next. Okay, so she falls. Mike is up on stage next. Leroy's the only one left on the ground in the circus. And the next question is, who's the most two-faced? And I personally think this is the best question so far. I was like, okay, what are they basing it off of? I'm dying to know that, though. Right. Well, I think game-wise, this is the most interesting question because Koozie, at least as far as Koozie is related, because on the stage, she's next to her traitor ally and her game ally, who's someone she's in an alliance with. And I just feel like this is so interesting because it just forces everybody to show their cards. I just think this is a good question. And Mike says Koozie. And this is a big uh-oh for me, obviously. Koozie says Mike and Gurleen says Koozie. And Gurleen saying Koozie over Mike was the biggest blindside to me so far of this whole episode. I mean, obviously we're blindsided by Mike, but we kind of knew this was coming. Yeah. Gurleen saying Koozie was shocking. Me too. And that should have been a hint to her. Like yes. She should have known something was up. Like, ooh, Mike. Like that should have been a clue into what was coming tonight. Yes. And this is where I had a lot of thoughts Mm -hmm. because the next question is also whose behavior has changed the most since they entered the manor. And Mike said Koozie again. And I'm like, Koozie, clearly this man is coming for you. He does not have your back. He's throwing your name out there. Why throughout the rest of the episode, are you so hesitant? Like the writing is on the wall now for you. You have a reason. Mm-hmm. go with the reason i don't know if her gut wasn't yeah. speaking to her or what was going on but like this is should be blatant at this point i agree i was just like oh my god koozie because i thought after that she'd be she'd back off of protecting him and start bringing his name up more at least but nothing nothing not a thing I know. yeah i fully agree i feel like this challenge should have like opened Koozie's eyes a bit more to the game, like what Mike is doing behind her back. Um, and like Janelle said, he, she should have taken this opportunity to then speak a bit more to Gerline after the challenge, yep. see where yeah. Gerline's head at. I would literally go up to Gerline and be like, girl, we've been in this alliance since episode one. Why do you think I'm more two-faced than magic right. Mike here? Like, yeah, right. Fact that if I, if that conversation did happen and we didn't see it, but I don't think it did, but either way, like that conversation should have happened at least. If you didn't want to go for Mike, at least try to get your numbers there still. Cause that's how yeah. I would look at the game. So yeah, I agree with Janelle. I was disappointed that she didn't take this moment to like, okay, maybe I need to talk more to Gerlene and work a little bit harder in that situation. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's just, I'm hoping that they just didn't show it to us. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. I know I've had a lot of bones to pick with the episodes. I mean, with the editing over the last few episodes and I'm hoping maybe this is part of the edit that we're missing, but I don't know. Cause she's still is not going for Mike even after the challenge. So I just, I ha I just feel like, I don't know if she's blinded by loyalty or if she's nervous that 
you know, if he's leaves and she's the sole trader, then it'll be easier to figure her out. Like, I, I don't know, but I just feel like her trust in Mike, especially after the writing is on the wall here, that he's clearly putting your name in these questions that are going to make people think negatively of you. He's not worried about doing that. Um, I just wish she played a little bit more defensively here instead of just being like, okay, we'll go with Mickey, which to me is just not a great choice anyway. Like, I don't know. It just didn't feel like the right choice. Like no one's going for Mickey. That was a losing battle, I think. Yeah, there was, you weren't getting any traction because no. I wouldn't be suspicious of him. You know what I mean? Like, no, exactly. I wonder so in, also, I'm sorry. I wonder no, no, also don't what Koozie and Mike's plan was supposed to be going into that round table because I would have just assumed that they would try to be on the same page and push the same person. Did they talk about that? I don't remember that. Very they briefly. Did. They did? Yeah. Okay. They did. They had an interesting conversation after the challenge where Mike was like, what do you want me to do? And she was like, Mickey, um, we'll get there. But they did talk about it a little bit. I don't know if they had a plan coming out of their deliberation of like who to push next, but mm -hmm. it did seem like they had a quick chat at least about um, going for Mickey, which just didn't seem like people were going to buy in. I don't know. There was no suspicion on Mickey. It just didn't seem like a good move to me. Right. Um, they ended up making $9,000 total added to the pot. Um, great job guys. Uh, after the challenge, the group is sitting inside the manor. We don't get the cars this episode, Javier, which I noticed. We didn't really get much commuting to, or maybe it was just outside and they didn't go anywhere. I don't know. Right. That could I be I thought, yeah. I thought it was at the like court area. Yeah. somewhere. Around yeah, I do like the car conversation, though. Like, I want to know, you know, I feel like that's good, like, one-on-one -on -one time. Yeah, we oh. get a chance to see what they're thinking. I like the car conversation. Yeah. Did you get to see what people are pushing? So, yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but instead, we get the group just kind of debriefing at the bar, and we see the people who fell in the disappearing door, I think they were calling it, um, or disappearing floor. I don't know, something like that. Um who what you know they were asking questions on like what were the other questions who did you guys say so it seemed like they got put in a room somewhere didn't get to see the rest of the challenge which is a little weird um and they debrief on all the questions that were answered koozie and it just like i don't know it just koozie even here i didn't feel like she was like yeah me and whatever mike seemed like a little bit frustrated by um you know koozie and gerlene saying his name it just seemed like a weird vibe in that debrief room which again like koozie get that sixth sense going like this is not not a good vibe here not at all yeah <laughs> we see a chat between mike and gerlene and he's like i feel more confident about koozie than i feel about mel b i'd be willing to get banished just to get this one right and he is going all in on all in. this which is wild to me i mean it, this this was like a flip of a coin and then just like, or a flip of a switch rather, where I was just like, he was fine. And then all of a sudden he was just like, nah, I'm out on Koozie. She's got to go. Yeah. Which maybe you need that ruthless instinct. I don't know. I hated it. I just was mad the whole time watching it. Because <laughs> I just sensed that it was coming. Even from last week, just some things he was saying and doing, I was like, oh, he's trying to mm -hmm. get her. Mm -hmm. He just went full force this episode. I mean, he played it well. I don't like saying that. Like he did a good job. Like he was convincing. He just built upon everything that was against her. The um, Melissa argument I thought was really, really good. You know, <laughs> like mm, I, just... I have thoughts about this actually, but Javier, I want to get your thoughts before I 
go in? Yeah, I guess the only thing for me, you know, like I said, again, the, uh, unfortunately, I do think Mike is out playing Koozie. Sadly, hard. it's like Janelle said, I don't like saying it. I don't want to admit it. I'm hoping it's the edit. I'm hoping I can blame it on the edit, but I don't think I can. Unfortunately, I do think Mike is going a little harder than Kuzi. Um, so that is very sad to see. But the other thing is when, when they become a traitor, isn't one of the vows like you can't say the other person's a traitor? Or is that just like a joke? They just say that like as like a little like rhyming scheme when you become a traitor. I thought you couldn't like necessarily go that I think it's that hard. you can't admit like... I'm a traitor and this other person is a traitor with me. Like, I think it's just like, you can't say, like you have to pretend like you're not. So, but you can definitely throw suspicion on other people. But this was like, I mean, he was really going in here. Um, like we didn't see that in the US when they went, I know that they, they got Cody out, but it wasn't like, I didn't feel it like it was this. this. Like Mike like is basically this. saying Koozie is a traitor. That's literally what he's saying. That's why it was like a yeah. little, it was a lot for me. I was like, whoa. We saw something interesting. I know neither one of you watched the UK, but in the UK, they did end up having to, I don't remember if it was a recruit or if they had to like blackmail some, I think it was a blackmail where it was either you can become, which it sounds like Mike is going to have to do next week is bring someone on. And then if you don't, if they don't join, then they end up getting murdered. I believe it's been a while since I watched the UK, yeah. but um, the guy, and then that the person who was the traitor brought the other person on as a traitor. He accepted because he didn't want to get murdered. And then he got the the traitor who who blackmailed him, voted like went for him at the banishment the next. I don't know if it was the next day necessarily or like two later, but the guy who got voted out, the new traitor, said something along the lines of like he put suspicion on the one traitor and was like a parting gift. And everyone was like, what did he mean by that? What did he mean by a parting gift? And it set like everybody on fire so you can it seems like you could definitely throw some tidbits in there without like officially saying but i mean in the uk we pretty much saw like ev people were very angry about this by the way on twitter and stuff like the traders community at the time were like he ruined the game but i thought it was great tv um you so i don't know officially he, the rules but they were saying he ruined it because he said that line yeah because he basically exposed because i was curious when you when yeah. he said when you said blackmail because this is my first time getting this far mm -hmm. into season, how what blackmail was what I'm like dodge and i killing him but mm -hmm. um yeah i who do you guys think is best for mike to recruit i was gonna ask you guys the same question uh <laughs> i don't really know at this girlene probably i think girlene is would be the best the best suited think... to be a trader. I don't think a lot of people are looking that hard at Gerline, but it's it's hilarious to me that you just said that in the UK he recruited a trader and then got that person it. out. Mm -hmm. I would I feel like I would recruit somebody that I felt like already had a lot of heat. Yeah. I, I think so too. And we've talked a little bit about this this season of just like I would I think they should have recruited someone much earlier who mm -hmm. already had suspicion so they could just like throw some bait out to everybody and be like, here you go, you got another traitor and let everybody chill because right. you can't go so long without getting a traitor out and not damaging your game. Like I think Sari did a really good job of kind of like cutting her ties in the US with Cody and Christian mm -hmm. um, and getting those people out right at the right time. So it's like then it's like, okay, you can hold people over for a couple of weeks or, you know, a couple of episodes. I don't know often how, I think it's once a day or like every other day or something. Um, it holds people over for a little bit, but if you go weeks without catching a trader, I mean, the only one they caught was Mel B in the second 
week second episode like they're chomping at the bit to catch a traitor now i think mike i know we're getting way ahead of ourselves here but mike is in a great spot because they just got one so now they're like okay my appetite is is sustained like i've i've i got a bite i feel good i'm i i can sit back i can relax my stomach's not growling anymore to get this traitor out like i'm good i'm i'm i have sustenance in me and i'm okay this was a good move by mike unfortunately but I just think, yeah, if they recruited a little earlier and just like threw someone to the wolves, then everybody just them. chills out a little bit because they got one. Oh, we got one. We're good. I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you because they could have teamed up, got that. Whom I thought they could should have recruited uh, my honestly, my May. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I thought I they should have recruited that. her weeks ago because I, I don't know. I, I would like to see how she would handle being a trader. Mm-hmm. I feel like it might frazzle her honestly. And I was hoping that she would look a little bit more suspicious, but that, I think that week that they intended on recruiting, they got that twist. Yeah. They couldn't, yeah. they had to do that hit list or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. It seemed like Mike yeah. was anti recruiting anyway, for some reason. I don't know. It was very strange. Probably because he could do this. Right. I know. Yeah, I don't want to give him that credit either. I hope <laughs> <not>. <laughs> oh. Go ahead, Javier. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I think that recruiting now i don't think there's anyone good left to recruit i think it's going to be a very up like a very uphill battle for mike to get anyone with this whole like blackmailing thing um but i do if i had to pick i would agree with kaden i think Gerline seems like the biggest like gamer left from all of them who wouldn't mind potentially being a traitor um but yeah i think it's going to be a very hard battle to try to recruit anyone Mm -hmm. i want him to recruit Gerline and then Gerline to slit his throat and win the game. Me like too. that's we what want I want to, to happen. That's yeah. what I really want that's to happen. I would love it. Yes, that would like like make it okay. <laughs> make that's this what I'm okay. rooting for. Yeah. yeah. I my yeah. gut tells me Mike is not winning this game personally. That's I, I, I just don't right see I don't see how I don't see a way that he could at this point. Um but we'll see. Um I know we're kind of jumping all over, but I know um, mm-hmm. Mike does say to Koozie back after the challenge as he's throwing, continuously just throwing dirt on her coffin. Um, I feel like Koozie's been taking you guys for a ride just to get further. If she's not banished tonight, one of you will be next. And he's really just piling, piling, piling on. Um, he also goes to Trevon. Um, Mike says he has things, you know, suspicions that he brought up. Like he brings up Mel A and what happened. Koozie's also a 911 operator. She has good, she's good with words. He did call her aggressive and defensive, which I did not love, like gross. Um, and Trevon then tells us in a confessional that Koozie's number one on his list, which I know I said I kind of love Trevon, but I didn't love this from him. Um, but here's my thing. If I'm thinking and I'm in this game, I would say, then why didn't you vote for Koozie last night at the round table? If you felt this strongly, because you defended her, in the last episode and you're like i don't think koozie's a traitor i don't know blah 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 i don't know um and you voted mel b and now you're uh, mel a sorry and your vote and you're going all over the place saying like mel a was a real one we had a real relationship i trusted her she said koozie brought up my name bro you could have voted her out in the last round table but you didn't you voted mel a so why is no one asking this question of like where did this flip come from? Because you had a chance to vote her out when everybody else, when May was still here and Mel A was still here and you defended Koozie. And so what's going on? The one that called Koozie out on the same thing? 
Who called Koozie yes. out and said, see? Tonight in this in this week's episode. The round yes. table. Yes, because yes. he was like, Koozie, last week you were defending Mike and you're doing the same thing, Siobhan. And nobody's picked up on that whatsoever. Whatsoever. Yeah. I just want people to be asking these questions because immediately I'm like, this is a terrible defense. <laughs> you I did it know. too. Yeah. A mess. Uh. A mess. Um, Trevon does talk to Koozie. Mike is kind of like lurking in the background. And Koozie, unfortunately, is putting Mickey out instead of Mike. Uh, Mickey gives nothing. He really says anything. Doesn't give anything to go off of. Koozie's targeting Mickey. Um, Trevon says, what about Mike? Trevon, push it, push it, push it. And Koozie says, you know, he did get upset about the sound of his name and his panic was unusual. Like you should expect to hear your name in this game, which like, great, go on that. I was like, okay, here we go. She's got, she's picking up on it. She's picking up on it. But then like, it didn't really go anywhere from her. Oh, Janelle, you're on mute. <laughs> you're she's good like softballing it everywhere yes. she goes and she thinks she's like i have to i have to say mike's name but i just have to do it in a delicate way and she just continued with that the whole time she was obviously riding with him yeah he just wasn't riding with her yeah <laughs> yeah yeah this was like the second i think this is the second time this episode someone tells koozie but what about what mike, about mike? Mm -hmm. and then koozie like but let's talk about mickey i'm like Let's not talk about Mickey. He doesn't talk. No one's talking talk about, about Mickey, him. but you. No one needs to talk about Mickey Cousy, please. Uh, it was I just, know. again, I was very sad. Very disappointed. Yeah, I, I think Mike, this protecting Mike is in Cousy's mind, some self-preservation. That's yeah. what I think. It's self-preservation. She just thinks for whatever reason that she cannot be the only one left. But like you said earlier, Katie, I'm of the mind, had they gotten Mike, I think she would have been okay for a little bit if she yeah. could have diverted the attention to somebody else. Like I think Mike is going to be, but I hope not. I also think if Koozie was successful and got rid of Mike here or, or worked a little harder to get rid of Mike and she had to blackmail someone and bring someone on, she could have brought in a girlene and they could have ran circles around everybody else. But yes. girlene and Mike, I don't know, because they've been working together the whole game. I don't know that Mike mm -hmm. and girlene if he does move forward, I have no idea. That's the only, that's the only reasonable option to select as a trader at this point unless maybe mm -hmm. you want to choose leroy so you know he's not going to go behind your back but i don't know i can't imagine anybody else but girlene getting blackmailed here um yeah but it just feels like that would have been a better pairing i don't know um leroy we see him talking to trevon and he says what are your thoughts on mike trevon says he's coasting and leroy wakes up again from his slumber and says anytime i've ever said anything to mike he takes that information and brings it to the round table are you just taking my information and reiterating it does that make you a suspect and i'm like yes go go with this go with this yes i'm very glad because i wrote that down in my notes too i was like yes leroy this is how you play this game this is a very yes. good read this is how you should be approaching the game so yeah, I thought that was a great read from Leroy. I was like, okay, he has two brain cells. Let's go, Leroy. Let's the other one yes. working. So I love that I know. little conversation. He's another, he's another one from another show, right? Is Leroy from the um, show? Um, he might be. I know he was in the CFL. 
um like the canadian football league i don't know if he was on a show um if he was it's not a show i'm familiar with but i know there are a few of them like girleen was in like farm some farming show and trevon was in some show very possible that leroy could it just says like on her farming for for love love? yeah like what is that i don't know i've never heard of this it must be a canadian reality it must be there was a u.s show with something with farmers that came on Fox. Oh, so. farmer. It just, it was recent. Farmer, 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 yeah. Wants a wife or needs a wife or something like that. Something, farmer like, gets that, a, something yeah. like that. Yes. That's right. That's right. I wonder <laughs> if it's the same like type of show and we just took yeah. it from Canada. I'll have to look that up. Um, Trevon brought up Mike's name yesterday. Mostly he said, because he didn't want Mel A to get all the heat. Um, but Mike was also doing a lot, pushing the red team. And I'm like, yes, let's talk more about the red team because like I can't believe that this was like all Mike just throwing this out then he backpedaled a little bit then he's pushing now Koozie's you know whatever but Koozie's his number one still Mike's his number two so I mean there's a mount not even a mountain of evidence against Koozie but I think Mike set her up really well to take the fall here even though Mike has done much more egregious things than Koozie has done throughout the game I just think her conversation with May was more confrontational than any conversations that Mike has had so it's easier yeah. to put the spotlight on mostly because I find May to be more emotional. I do feel like Koozie was defending herself in that conversation and she's mm-hmm. hilarious. May was the one that I feel like escalated the discussion. Yes, completely. Not agree. Yeah. It never would have gotten to that level if May wasn't hyped. Koozie remains like this unless you mm-hmm. come at her heightened and she feels attacked. So yeah. May was definitely the aggressor in that conversation. And unfortunately, Koozie comes out with the bumps and bruises from it yeah. you know i know yeah i know may is the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> javier's fave Shout out to may. <laughs> I, i'm interested to see like what she was like in her show i think it was the cooking show they said like she's a chef. master chef master Canada, chef. i think yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um then we get a conversation between koozie and mike mike wants to talk he tells us i'm gonna go talk to koozie just to get some more gossip on her and i'm like this fucker um (laughs) she brings up mickey he doesn't talk um he just says like what are you doing i'm gonna follow your lead yesterday um he yes she says yesterday mickey was planning on voting for koozie because may got a group together um but he ended up changing his vote and mike was like how do you know that and she's like oh well girlene told me and i'm like stop talking Stop talking to this man. He does not have your best interest at heart. Stop talking. Um, and he was like, well, what do you want me to do with the roundtable? Do you want me to ask you questions and like, you know, put it out there? And she's like, no, I don't want you to ask me any questions because I'm defensive and that'll force me to have to throw the questions back at you. And I don't want to put any more suspicion on your name. And here's where I'm like, Mike, do you not realize this woman has your fucking back here? Right. Like she doesn't even want to put suspicion on you. Why are you so going so hard to get rid of her? Why? I thought the same thing. I was like, she has shown, at least from our or my vantage point, over and over loyalty to him. Yes. Over and over and over. So I was so perplexed. Like, why are you so ready to get her out right now? I don't know. I hated it so much. And it's not like we've seen in other seasons, like in the US, it felt like Christian was a liability. So it made sense for Sari to get rid of him. Cody, same thing. He said something stupid. I don't remember who to Kyle or something like that. And then Kyle was like, oh, Cody's a traitor. So it made sense for them to get rid of these people. But Kuzi hasn't done enough, in my opinion, for Mike to turn on her, especially because he's the only traitor left. Like, 
they are they've worked together pretty well as a partnership so far so just don't really understand like why he decided to go so hard here but i don't know it's upsetting it's upsetting i don't i i'm thinking it really must be that mike i i feel like we haven't gotten this as much in the drs for mike but mm -hmm. i do think mike is you know this whole self-preservation of it i feel like there has been hate on mike for weeks and i think that he believes that if he flips on Kuzi first, that he will be in a better position in the game. Um, yeah. So I don't think it's anything necessarily that Kuzi has done. I think it's, it's yeah. more so Mike saying, I need to protect myself, so I think I need to put the target on you. Um, and, and it is unfortunate because I don't think we've gotten enough of those conversations from Mike to us, the audience. But I think that is likely why he's playing that. So I think Mike is another player who I want to see, like, you know, not a deep dive as we do the, the, mm -hmm. the big brothers of the world. Mm -hmm. But like a, a conversation, I want to see Mike's exit interview too to see why he was going so gung ho for Kuzi. That was the reason. Yes. Yeah. I think he maybe he, he's even intimidated a little bit because it's obvious. Like still, when she came into the the breakfast table, people were happy to see her. You know, mm -hmm. I think that had, like I said earlier, had she had a little bit of love and leg up on this and knowing what he was doing, she could have outplayed him. She just was in the dark about the plan. She didn't know what he was doing. So I agree with you, Javier, that this is probably some self-preservation and thinking that Koozie can out-argue him, <laughs> you know, moving forward if she has the right ammunition. So. Oh. Yeah, I, I agree. I also think, Javier, I think you bring up a really good point too about the self-preservation and maybe it not being anything necessarily against koozie but like we were saying earlier like the fact that they have not gotten a trader in so long and there's heat on him like maybe it is the time to just throw it out there i think it's harder when there's only two of them to you know for us especially as viewers to really justify the decision i get where he's coming from i just feel like it's so risky because you don't know who you don't really know necessarily what the next step is going to be you don't know if you're going to be able to get someone who's good at the game or someone who's just going to throw you under the bus like there was trust there with koozie obviously yeah. so it just felt like maybe this was a little too early but if he goes hard pushing someone else and she goes hard pushing someone else and obviously it's going to be faithful again it's just that just there's already suspicion on both of them i kind of understand where he's coming from but i just i don't know it just and didn't I feel like the right time yet for me same and i have a question katie since you've watched so many versions yeah. where they had the dinner and then the host brought up the fact that they could choose to banish mm -hmm. or murder. Like they said, why would anybody ever say murder in that situation? Like what would be, right. has this ever happened? I guess is my question. I actually yeah. haven't seen this happen before. So this is okay. a perfect segue because this is what happens next. So Kareen shows up and everyone's like, uh oh, here's a twist. Not to say that this hasn't happened. I haven't seen um, the second season of Australia and this the first season of New Zealand. So maybe this happened there, but this didn't mm -hmm. happen in the US or the UK. I don't think it happened in season one of AU either. I don't really remember, but um, she says she's feeling magnanimous. She wants to treat them for a feast on her terrace um, in her French accent. And it's not black tie, but they need to dress nicely. So everybody's like, what the hell is going on? I personally am like, what the hell is going on? What's happening? What is this twist? And then I'm like, maybe Koozie's gonna be safe. Maybe she's going to be safe. Maybe this is a saving grace for Koozie. So they go to this feast. Everybody's dressed up. I have two points I want to say about how everyone is dressed. Um, Trevon <laughs> is literally wearing the same outfit that I feel like he wears to every round table. So I'm like, did you bring one outfit with one hat? I don't really know what's happening here. And Mickey's version of dressing up is a low bun instead of a high messy bun. So I'm like, 
Okay. We are using the terms dress up and look nice very loosely here. <laughs> Guys. Trevon looked great, but he wears the same episode, same same outfit almost every episode. So I'm just he like, does. okay. <laughs> okay. What are we doing? I will say two things. Um, first of all, Koozie looked amazing. I love whatever. Did. I don't know if it was a dress or, or a jumpsuit or what that white yeah. garment she was wearing. But it. it was it was eating down in that look. A good look to yes. go out on. <laughs> um, and Corinne, y'all, I'm so, we talk about Corinne every week. Corinne ate with that bow tie dress and yes. sleek back ponytail. Corinne, I know. Other thing I love. And her other look was good this episode, too. The whole Yes, it was. Brown. So, Corinne, See? shout out to you again. Yeah, she looked great. She, um, pay attention to anybody's clothes on here. Oh, you have to look at Corinne. She looks incredible every episode. Every episode, she outdoes herself, I feel like. And this was no exception. And she came later to sit down and explain what was going on. And she was like, Don't worry, I'm not eating. And I was like, Yes, you are, Queen. Just maybe not in the way that you think, but you're eating right now. I have to say. You ate that one, actually. I was like, You are eating. You're eating. Thank you. Um, so everybody's eating. Koozie's like, I'm not eating a word until we hear what's going on. I'm too suspicious. What if, uh, what if, you know, it's like everybody that eats is in trouble or whatever. And you could just tell Koozie comes from like a show that has twists because she is right. just suspicious. Everybody else is like shoveling food and she's like, no, no, no. I'm waiting until I hear what's going on. I'm not, I'm not playing this game. So Kareen comes, says she's not eating. I wrote, I beg to differ. Um, she doesn't have a surprise. So tonight there will either be a banishment or a murder but not both. And the choice is up to all the players. Um, what, what they have to do is all come to an agreement unanimously on whether or not they want to have a round table and try and go for a trader. If not, if only one person defers or um, says that they don't want to do this, then there will be a murder and there'll be no round table. And they have to do this like openly at the table. It's not like a, a vote on a piece of paper. So the faithfuls can prevent the murder. Um, if one player votes to have a murder, there'll be no roundtable. Someone will get murdered. And if they successfully go to the roundtable and get at a trader, they will add an additional $10,000 to the pot. But if they banish a faithful instead, they will lose $10,000 from the pot. If they go to a murder, the money stays the same. So that's kind of, you know, that's the rules. I want to know before we get into the specifics here, how would you guys play this? What would your decision be? Uh, well, I was sitting there trying to figure out how the heck can I, if I were a trader, how how the heck can I say murder so y'all don't get me? Like, mm -hmm. but they can't without being suspicious. So I don't know how that option would happen. Clearly, none of the people that are faithful are going to say that because they don't want to get murdered. So right. that's what I was thinking this whole time. I, I feel like if I were a trader, I would have to say banish. Because otherwise, mm -hmm. I'm a traitor. I don't know. It's a, it was a weird. I wish it was a secret vote. That would have been amazing. Me too. Like if they could have went in and voted and then got away with it, I would have loved that. Because Koozie could have done that and just killed somebody. Oh, I was like, please. That's what I was hoping the direction would have Me been. Me too. But I don't know what I would have done because I feel like you're you have to say banish. What about you, Javier? Yeah. What would you have done? Here? I feel, yeah, pretty much Janelle. I agree with everything Janelle said. I feel like. The fact that it has to be a public vote kind of just makes this twist not a good twist because there's no way you can convince people to want to murder. Like you, you, the yeah. traders are the minority in the group. Now, if the traders were the majority in the group, 
that would be the only way that I can see them potentially somehow convincing the faithfuls. But yeah, I feel like the twist unfortunately flopped unless, like Janelle said, if there would have been a private vote, that would have made the twist work out. Um, but yeah, I guess I would have voted also to banish just because you don't want, you can't say murder and not be, get any suspicion on you. So what about you? Yeah, what do you think? it's difficult. If I'm there and I know my name is out there and I'm likely to get voted out and it's just been like a public conversation, maybe if I'm like Rick, right? Like if I'm arguing with May all day and mm -hmm. I think May is coming for me, maybe i'm gonna say like actually i don't want to go to a round table because i don't know where you guys are voting may's been coming for me all day like i don't feel i feel more safe with the traders no. i think the traders are gonna keep me if i'm koozie clearly oh, koozie doesn't God, realize clearly koozie doesn't realize that her name is being spread as much as it is by mike specifically but if she does that i would have liked to hear her say actually i feel more safe with the traders because why would they murder me? I'm out in front. I'm the next target at the next round table. I just want to extend another day. I don't think I'm going to get murdered. That gets me one day further. Hopefully someone else will expose themselves, but I really don't want to go to a round table. I don't feel safe. Maybe you could do that. Oh, that's um, an excellent idea. <laughs> I just don't feel like anybody in this house at this point was in a position where they could have said like, I need to play defense for myself and just preserve myself and keep myself here for another week. Hopefully I trust myself more with the traitors than the, than the faithfuls who are gonna vote me out. I just don't think Kuzi realized her name was out at this point. And same with my, I mean like Mike, same thing. I feel like Mike's name has oh. been out for, for week, weeks for us, but days for them. Mm -hmm. He could have said the same thing. Like, actually, my name has been getting some heat and I don't feel comfortable. Like, I would rather go to a murder. I don't think the traders are going to murder me. It would be stupid if they did. Yeah. It's risky. It is. But if you're going to, if you're worried that you're going to get put up anyway, that's an excellent point. Because I was trying to think, like, why would anybody say that? And that is yeah. the perfect way to say it. And I feel like potentially get away with it if you're good enough at it, which I feel like Koozie could be. I think Koozie could have been, yeah. yeah. Like, Adana, I don't think could sell it. A koozie, even a mic, I think could probably sell it maybe. Um, yeah. but Man, I just don't think she be... had the foresight to realize that there was yeah, that Mike was stabbing her in the back. That would have been yeah. so I... epic, Katie. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I think I will say I do think that's a great idea, Katie. And I feel like that is one way to go about it. But I just don't see how like I still don't see how that could work. Like if if I'm yeah. a faithful, there is no way on earth I'm ever gonna vote for murder. Um, so I think that would work again, if the traders were the majority, I just feel like yeah. in, a room, in a realm where the traders are not the majority, that's not going to work. But man, like Janelle said, that would have been great TV. And then mm -hmm. I would have been like, oh, who's the tens, twenties, like, <laughs> just been, that would have been amazing gameplay. Someone can actually eventually get away with that type of play. I think that would be amazing to watch though. That I would love to see it. Or yeah. if someone has a shield which wasn't in play this week, but if there's a yeah. shield and I'm a faithful and I have the shield, I don't want to go to banishment because that means I could get voted out. I know I'm not going to get murdered. So that could be. And then there's the money thing. It's like, I don't want to risk losing 10K, but like, who cares? They're um, going to be able to make it up at the end. Let's I know, they're going to make it up at the end. No, so so, oh yeah, Janelle, you didn't see the pass, but like in the US, they were able to make back all the money. They yeah, lost. the last challenge was for all of the rest of the money that they didn't make oh, the whole time and of course and it was like a challenge that they basically couldn't have failed so yeah, was, yeah. anyone could do it <laughs> yeah so i'm waiting i'm ex i'm assuming that's what we're gonna see here anyway mm -hmm. so i'm not even paying attention to the money but um everybody goes everybody votes for banishment unfortunately which i mean you know it's the natural way to go 
Um, what what can you do? Um, even Gerline says like, what would the pro be to go to right. murder? Um, and Kuzi, I think Kuzi is the one that was like, well, the pot, like if you don't want to, yeah. you know, risk the pot and everyone's like, okay, whatever. And Gerline just says like, well, should we put all of our cards out on the table? And I'm like, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm loving Gerline this episode. Yeah. And I didn't know, I thought she meant like she wanted to discuss who she thought was a traitor, but that was- I thought so too. Yeah. And everyone's like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, should we just vote, like talk it out? And I was like, no, let's like get, let's go deeper, have a little drama instead of just saying like, I'm going to, I think we need to vote to go to the round table. And everyone's like, okay, me too. I wanted like them to hash it out a little bit more. Yeah. It was very kumbaya. It was very kumbaya. Very kumbaya. Um, We do get another- intelligent statement from mickey saying if we do go murder it just makes things easier for the traders and i'm like well okay mickey good for you good for you um we go to the round table mike is excited he's like tonight i'm actually excited i'm gonna find a trader and i'm like i just i wanted there to be a way for her to get out of it i was just like there's no way it's gonna be this obvious the whole episode she's gonna flip it Spoiler alert, she didn't flip it. She came close, though. I do think she came close. I do. It was one vote, right? Gerline's last vote. That's why I wish she should have talked to her. Um, I think she needed two more votes. Oh, she needed two. I'm sorry. Jeez. Yeah, she needed two more votes, unfortunately. Um, but Mike kicks, kicks it off, goes in. I can go around the table, say things about each one of you that are suspicious, but I'm going to start with you, Koozie. And then he's like, May said you said my name. Why would she lie? Which, again, to me, I like wrote a note in my notes and said, if I'm at this roundtable, this would immediately put more suspicion on Mike to me than Koozie. Because we hashed this out yesterday. Where were you yesterday? Why didn't you say this yesterday? Why are you saying this now? Why are you going so hard on Koozie now when you had nothing to say yesterday? It just doesn't make sense. You didn't think she was a traitor. You didn't vote for her when other people were trying to get votes. You're saying that Mel A, I think he says here is that, you know, Mel A is a, a real person in this game and I had a personal relationship with her and I trusted her. And it's just like, okay, but like you voted her out. So that should be more specific, more suspicious on you. I don't know. No one was asking the questions I wanted them to ask. <laughs> you think of good questions, Katie. I was like, oh, I didn't think of that. It's easy as a viewer. But if I'm in the house, I'm going to be like, Duh. I'm going to be like, Quentin. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I don't know. <laughs> I'd be snowed by Sari just like everybody else. <laughs> uh, so I'll be like, easy. keep me Sari. You can murder me at the end. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, just take me out at the end. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Yes. So he goes, um, who were your friends in the game? And he talks about keeping her friends close and they'll trust her to take to the end. He's like really going hard, harder than he's gone on anyone else, which I also think is suspicious. Like you've never played like this before, but you're going hard. You must know, and you must've made a decision because you're mm -hmm. traitors together. You must've made a decision to just turn on her. It just seems very out of character for Mike, the way that he's right. playing. Um, yes. Yes. He just was like, from went from always being at an even kill level four, even yeah. when people are coming for him with valid arguments. He's always pretty like this. Tonight mm -hmm. he was up here, yeah, hard he really was. at her. Yes. yes, very, very hard. Harder than, like you said, anybody the entire season, and harder than he even defended himself to other people. So he yeah. went super hard on her. Which I think is I'm also going to come back to bite Mike how aggressive he was for Kuzi this um, episode. I foresee this being an issue for him moving forward also i hope it is because i i 
just not only because I'm anti-Mike, because I am, but I do also just feel like this is just so obvious that it's just a change in the way that he's presenting himself that I just can't imagine that every single person at this table is just going to let it slide. Like, it just wouldn't make sense to me. Um, and but I she basically... Sorry. No. Our, our only hope for me is for it not sliding is Gerlene. Yeah, but I'm afraid, I think so too. I'm worried that this getting this traitor is going to give her trust in him as opposed to the other way around. I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I'm hoping that she looked even harder at him because somebody, because so, but most of these people don't have two brain cells. It feels like to rub together. So my only hope is really, really in her. My hope, I have to say, it's Trevon. It's Trevon. I'll get to Trevon. I'll get to Trevon and why I think so. But I okay. liked what I saw in the preview from Trevon. I'll just say that much. But um, she, Koozie holds her own here. I feel like the back and forth between Koozie and Mike actually makes Mike look worse than it makes Koozie look. Um, you know, he says like, oh, you're bringing your friends to the end and then you're going to cut them. And she's like, well, where are your personal relationships? And he's like, well, I don't have any. I'm a neutral player. And she just said like, oh, that's convenient for you to say because you're near the end. And like, to be fair, all of Mike's personal relationships are gone. Like everybody that he worked with, they he and he voted them out just the same way Koozie voted her allies out. So I don't know why she gets more heat than Mike does. Um, but then Donna again stands up for Mike and she's like, no, he has relationships. I He has connections. And I'm like, shut up, Donna. Shut up. Shut up. You've been doing too much for me here. Shut up. Stop talking. Nope. It, you don't make any sense. Damn it. Shut up. <laughs> I wanted somebody me. to say, what is a neutral player? What does that look like exactly? Yeah. And how are you a neutral player when there's seven people left <laughs> and you know there's two traitors? Like, how are and you I neutral here? Trust a neutral player. I, right. I don't trust a neutral player. You're neutral exactly. because you don't want to get caught. That's why you're neutral. So, because you're a traitor and you don't want to be suspicious, and you don't exactly. sound neutral now. Nothing you're saying sounds neutral now. So I don't know mm -hmm. what you're talking about. I just can't. Ugh, I can't. Um, Trevon does speak up about May, um, and he's like, "Kuzi, what are your theories? Because it is suspicious that she, you guys, had it out at the last roundtable, and now she's murdered. It could be that you were framed." But like, what's your theory? And she's like, truly, I don't have one. Like, I really don't know. I don't know why someone would do that. Like, I didn't want her to get murdered. Like, I wouldn't have murdered her, whatever. Um, Mickey says the same thing, that that's the only thing he has to go on with Koozie is that May is murdered. And I just like, I hate this. I hate that they went with May. I hate it. Um, Koozie brings up Gerpier again, finally. Gerpier, put your name out. He's gone. Mary, put your name out. She's gone. Kevin, put your name out. He's gone. Never once did you bring up anything about me, but now you are because you want to hide yourself. And I'm like, yes, yes, say more. There's so many things that you know that he did that you can put suspicion on because he was messy at the beginning of the game. Um, and same thing. She says, yesterday, you had nothing bad to say about me, and now you say my name, and I need to return it to you. So, like, I, I just... I don't know. I'm. Honestly, I thought this would have worked. Me too. And I felt like the difference here, because I feel like she really stood up to him and, and combated every point really, really well. But the difference is all that legwork he had before that yeah. he came in looking at her. Unfortunately, yeah. if she would have had that an opportunity to to combat it sooner, I feel like she could have been successful here. Yes, I agree. Uh -huh. And I think if Gerline. Because we get a confessional here of Gerlene mm -hmm. saying, I want to vote. I want to ride with Koozie 
and I want to take her out at the end, which is the right move. She's convinced who's yeah. your traitor. She is. This is a game winning move for you. Get rid of Mike. Help her get rid of Mike. Take her to the end and then you cut her. Yeah, maybe oh. she'll realize and she there's a potential that she'll murder you. But like, just don't let her know you're onto her and act like you're her bestie. And then you can win at the end. Yeah, because she should she. Well, Gurleen doesn't really know this, but she's obviously loyal to Mike. <laughs> like she wouldn't even let anybody say anything about him. Right. She would have rode with her too. They yeah. would have been such a force. Yeah. I, I, I think Janelle made, made a great point in that. Um, unfortunately, while I agree, I even wrote that in my notes, Kuzi made it such so many great points, a really good points that would have hit harder if Mike hadn't had done all the legwork that he had done prior to the yeah. round table. Um, and again, I think this was a moment for me where if Kuzi would have gotten Leroy and Gurleen earlier and like talked to them, because this was their alliance. Multiple times in the past few episodes, we've heard Gurleen, yeah. Kuzi, yeah. and um, uh, Leroy were in an alliance. And I just feel like we never saw Kuzi really try to strengthen those um, allies yes. during this episode. And I think mm -hmm. if she would have done that, she could have, again, like Janelle said, survived this roundtable because she did make a lot of great points. Um, so it's, it's unfortunate to see that she didn't do that. Yeah. And I think it goes back to what we were saying last week too, Javier, of just like the information that Kuzi's sharing. I just feel like she could have been much more open with her allies or, you know, I think she just had to be more open-minded or figured out how to like drop some breadcrumbs here and there about Mike, just in case, like, just give yourself a foundation, make a safety net just in case he comes for you. It's happened in every traders series at least that i've seen and i can't imagine that it didn't happen in the two that i didn't see where eventually the traders are going to turn on each other that's it it happens every time you have to be able to set yourself up in a place where if mike decides to turn on you you have enough ammo that where you can just lay the groundwork early and throughout and just be like i don't know mike's a little weird but i don't think like maybe not i don't know and then you can be like well we did talk about this two weeks ago or three days ago whatever it is in real time yeah. um but she just didn't do that she was she was a little too loyal Kuz, uh, Gurleen does bring up Kuzi's inconsistent votes um, and just says, you know, like you didn't believe any of these people were traitors and then you voted them out. Kevin Fierce, Mel, all these people. And Kuzi says, like, how many people have come to the table and not and not convinced of their votes already and then been convinced at the table? Like people change their minds all the time at the round table. People came in convinced about Trevon and then he changed their minds like, you know, that that happens, which I thought was a good um yeah. you know it was a good rebuttal but yep. unfortunately not enough um kareen comes in we get our votes everybody votes for koozie except for koozie obviously votes mike with three explanation point three exclamation exclamation points and trevon votes for mike which my guy trevon <laughs> i'm sorry he knows he's been in on mike for weeks he knows um everybody else votes koozie i do think there was a realistic scenario where she could have gotten Leroy and she could have gotten Gurleen here mm -hmm. to vote out Mike. I don't think she put in the work during the day. I think she was just loyal to a fault to Mike, but I do think it was there. Gurleen gave her the, you don't think Mike, you don't think no, Mike what? is above your list above Mickey. And she's like, no, Mickey's at the top of my list. And Leroy has been a little bit suspicious of Mike over the last few episodes we've seen. So if Koozie, like, you know, we were just saying, and like you brought up Javier, like if she had those conversations with her allies, she could have had them. I just think it was just, at least we didn't see it. So to our wow. eyes, it just looked like maybe that was a little bit of a miss. Um, she gets up there. She's voted out. She gets up there. She says, thank God I got snatched tonight, which she did. She did. She looked great. <laughs> um, and I yeah. love this. She said, I think I've been killing it in this game. 
literally, literally. I was killing it in this game. And I was just like, this was a great way to, to go out. She's Everyone's so jumping TV. up and down. She Not is such good TV. She really is. She really is. Up until the last minute, she's she's giving it to us. I loved it. Yeah. I was so I got spoiled, unfortunately. I clicked on that stupid bird app or the X app or whatever the hell you want to call mm-hmm. it. And I saw so all episode I was just watching it unfold with dread. I was like, if I didn't have the podcast about this, I would not watch this episode. Like I I had yeah. zero like intentions of watching it. I absolutely love Koozie, love everything about her. I love how she plays. I love just the energy she always gives. It's always entertaining. I think she still has an amazing social game. People were just drawn to her. She has one of those personalities. So I really wanted to see her take this home, considering how hyped she was. And then I was like, mate, she can't be that hype and be the winner. Like, you know what I, I mean? Know. It's terrible. I know. I'm sad. I hope we see Koozie on TV again soon in some way or another, because she's she really is a great, she's just great casting. She's great on television. She always gives us great one-liners, just great DRs, great confessionals. She's, she's great at playing these games i hope maybe she'll come back on a big brother all stars or maybe bb can versus bbus still would love to see that if we can ever get that happening she'd be great on it um but shout out to koozie we love her over here on sound podcast we're big fans i told i inboxed her i'm like i'm about to i'm about to verbally assault mike (laughs) 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 that's what i told her literally today i i I love her. So I really would. Mike needs to get off these Twitter streets. Janelle's going to be on him. Oh. <laughs> yep. She's going to, Janelle's going to give it to her, give it to Mike. Like, um, Koozie said she was going to give it to me. She's going to destroy. What did she say? She was going to destroy her. Or, or she, she I think, what did she say? She said something like verbally destroy, destroy her. Right verbally, just, verbally destroy her. Yeah. 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 She's so good. She's yeah. so spicy, but it's like a fun spicy, like the kind you like. It reminds me of Ika a little bit. I yeah. Just, yeah. Like fun spice. I need her back on Big Brother. She needs a second shot at that game. She would slay. I love Yeah. That. Or even like get her on Survivor, get her somewhere. I don't know. Something. I would love to see her challenge, something like that. I would love to see her. Um, she said, I'll slaughter her with words. So Janelle's going <laughs> to slaughter Mike with words um, on Twitter. So watch out, Mike. Um. And that's really where we end. Everybody's celebrating. Everybody's really excited. Koozie tells us in the um, in her confessional, like, you know, Mike's going to owe me money. I'm going to give him a call after this because, you know. Um, in the preview, we see, and we've talked about it a little bit, we see blackmail. He's going to have to blackmail someone into becoming a traitor. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, like we kind of mentioned, usually, or at least what I've seen is that, you know, it's either you become a traitor or you get murdered. So who's going to take murder over being a traitor? I don't know, but maybe there's someone out there. Quentin says last season that if he was cast and they made him a traitor, he would have quit the show. So let's see if anybody else on this show, um, this man would have flown to Scotland for a show called Traitors. And then if he got cast as a traitor, he would have quit the show. Let that sink in for a second, okay? Um, and um, then we see Trevon is on to Mike. He says in the preview, Koozie put three exclamation points in her vote. That means I feel like she was trying to tell us something. And I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. please, yes, run, please, with that, please. run with that, Trevon. Run yes. with that, Trevon. Run with it. I need him to trust your gut. I know you ain't trusted it all season and you keep getting it wrong because he still voted for Mike. Well, he's technically right, but he's right. I mean, yeah, either way, they would have gotten a traitor out. So either way, they would have been celebrating at the end if it just would have been, you know, unfortunately, if didn't go our way it didn't go koozie's way it went mike's way this time but i don't i just truly and i don't want to say i want to read the edit but like i just can't see 
the edit being so mic heavy and then him winning. Like, it just feels like it's too heavy handed for mm -hmm. him to have a winner's edit. Yeah, I don't see it. There's, I just don't see a realm where Mike wins. Um, like, th there's too much suspicion on him. He just, I don't think, did he beat Kuzi? Sure, but like, at the end of the day, the, the point of the game is to win, and I don't think that he's done enough to win. I don't think he's yeah. made great moves. Yeah. He, maybe he made good moves to get out Kuzi, but that's not, this is not Big Brother. It's not Survivor. You're not trying to get one person out. You're trying to get to the end and win money. And I unfortunately don't feel like Mike is set up to win. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, Katie has me on the Trevon train. So come I join me. There's space on this train. There's space. <laughs> I am team Gerline or Trevon. Like if it can end with one of those two being successful in some way, especially destroying Mike's life, I'll be happy. <laughs> Settle for that, you know. We also yeah, saw Gerline in the Gerlene in the preview also said, let's just vote out Mike this week. Yes. So I don't know if that like confuse us or what, what context she said that, but I'm interested to see in what context, you know, next week's episode that she say that and who she said that yeah. to. Yeah, Mike, like, I don't know if he thinks this is going to put him in the clear or not, but like clearly people are still thinking about Mike. So I'm looking forward to seeing his plan and how he plans on getting himself out of this and how everybody else plays against him. But I do think with Trevon, who has been loud and wrong in the past, but is now loud and right, at least. And <laughs> Gerline, who's smart and she's a gamer. We'll see. I don't know if she's blackmailed or not. I don't know who he's going to plan on blackmailing. I mean, the options so far are Donna, Mickey, Trevon, Gerline, and Leroy. So, I mean, oh. like, who are you choosing yeah. here? Yeah. I don't know. You have to choose Gerline. Like, who are you choosing? Um, this Maybe is just a mess. Because Mickey. Mickey hasn't really done much. Honestly, I don't think Mickey would be the worst choice either. I think he is probably someone who would just like do whatever Mike says. Yeah. So um, maybe follower yeah. Type yeah. Maybe you don't want someone, someone that for themselves. We don't that he doesn't think can rub two brain cells together in order to orchestrate him yeah. getting him out. Yeah. You know. And I, yeah. I wonder too, like, is it better to choose someone who has suspicion on them? Probably. And if Mickey, for some reason, has suspicion, if some of Koozie's groundwork worked a little bit, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe. Um, so that's our episode. <sighs> Rest in peace to our girl Koozie. This was a, <laughs> it was an entertaining episode, but it was infuriating at the same time. I just, I want to see these questions go to Mike next week. I want to see these people saying like, you were really different last night at the round table. What made you so sure of Koozie? How'd you know? How did you know? How are you so sure? Um, and just call him out a little bit, but we'll see what happens. Any final thoughts? No, just thanks Koozie for gracing us with yeah. your presence again. That's it. This was another rough episode for me. I Love know. you, Koozie. I know this is a go. two for, for you. But again, I'm gotta say, we're gonna end the episode and I'm gonna talk about her again. My girl May, shout out to you, May. If you ever want to come on Silent Podcast and talk to me, I would love to hear you talk to me and Katie about because I don't know, I love your game and you are a great TV. So shout out to you, May. But also, Koozie, I'll miss you. We can reach out to May, just tell her not to listen. Yeah. Before she comes on. <laughs> she can listen to your parts, just mute when I talk and listen to you. Yeah. Um and we'll be great. Tell her. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. Um, all right. Well, I mean, we have six people left. 
one traitor, maybe someone might get murdered. We're coming to the end. So um, I have to assume there's only maybe two, three more episodes left. So um, we'll be here. We'll be here throughout. We'll be breaking it down. Um, but in the meantime, Javier, where can everybody find you? Yeah, so everyone, you can find me at underscore the Starboy on Twitter. I share all my thoughts on the shows that I'm watching. And of course, you can find me here every week talking Sign the Traders with Katie. Um, and thank you again, Janelle, for joining us. It was great having mm-hmm. you this week. Thank you for having me. Anytime, guys, you can find me. I'll just yes. go jump into it. I'm just Janelle Michelle on everything, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find me tweeting about the shows that I like as well. I've been talking this show actually with a friend of mine over on Entertainment in Color. So find me there as well. Amazing. Thank you so much again, Janelle, for being here. It's always great to have you on our various podcasts here on Silent Podcasts. It's always great to chat with you. And shout out to you, too, for all the great exit press that you've done for us this season on Big Brother. Um, You you crushed it. So um, shout out to you. Go check out our exit press if you haven't. Janelle and Isaiah did a great job with Mimi. Um, Isaiah and I chatted with Jag. Um, There's interviews out there, so check them out. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at RealSimKatie. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash RealSimKatie with an underscore. Um, I'll be back after the holiday in, in full swing, hopefully. And um, you can find me here every week. That's it. One podcast. That's it. Big Brother's over. Bravo's on hiatus for us. It's not a hiatus in real life. Bravo is like giving right now, by the way. Um, but Carrie and I are on a little bit of a hiatus while she's living her best life. Um, she's just a busy woman. So we'll be back <laughs> one day soon, hopefully. Um, but shout out to Carrie. We love her. Um, so yeah, catch us here every week. Um, and you can catch us at Silent Podcast talking all things. We're doing a ton of Survivor coverage. Um, shout out to Gia. She's doing a great job. Um, yeah. Mark and Josh are doing... Um, lego masters coverage i think mark just put out a um buddy games interview with one of the teams so if you watch that show definitely check that out um so we have a lot going on here now big brother's over but that doesn't mean we're over isaiah's back with his casting streams i think with lavina mostly so there's a lot of content happening um if you're watching us on youtube you can find it um just check out what's up on our screen if you follow us at twitter you can do that at silent underscore podcasts um search for us on youtube and twitch at silent podcasts you can find us there um and you can find us on any podcast app if you just search silent podcast subscribe to us we put all of our stuff out on audio so late uh like comment rate subscribe give us five stars it's a free way to support us and and help um help us out help us get discovered so we appreciate it and we will be back next week um happy holidays to anybody celebrating thanksgiving i know we're talking about canada but we're all based in the u.s so we'll we have thanksgiving this week but um we'll be back next week bye everybody bye everyone Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.